It's Sean and Sid. Brought to you from the First Light Home Care Studios, firstlighthomecare.com. Oh, and we'll talk a little bit about them. Big pat on the back coming their way. But first, we also want to thank, oh my gosh, our other sponsors are amazing. Mm-hmm. Avola Lanza Hair Studio, North Star Family Dental, and Merle Norman. They are off of Sankas Boulevard now. Still on, off of Polaris. They're still technically in the Polaris area, but now they've moved. If you know where Scramblers is, you know where they are. <laughs> so when you get some meat sweats over at Scramblers, go next door and get some foundation to cover that up. Touch that up. <laughs> you think they'll like that as their uh, next advertising campaign? I think it works. <laughs> we can cover up your meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, also back to First Light Home Care. I want to give a shout out to them. We we personally know their family. They are great people. Marianne, mm-hmm. Lyndon Christman, and their daughters, and they are just just great people. But I want to brag on them because not only are they friends and business associates, but they just got Best of Home Care Leader Award, the Best of Home Care Provider of Choice Award, and the Best of Home Care Employer of Choice Award for 2023. How about that? Just a few. Yeah. So if you have anybody who who is in need of some additional care or maybe companionship for somebody in your home or in assisted living facilities, they can do all that kind of non-medical assistance and uh, they will take good care of people because they are good caring people. That's why. All right. So Mm -hmm. as we move on, now let's talk about something that I'm sure you can't even step foot out the door in Philadelphia without people going nuts right now. Nuts. It was really funny. I'm sure other cities do this, but everything was green. Like our neighbors had lights shining on their house that are green and the the lampposts are green. Um, So it's a big deal. Well, it was a great game. I mean, I hate to say it. I love me some Bengals, but wow, did Philadelphia kill them. They looked pretty good. Well, they killed them because the 49ers had their fifth string in. Well, that's true, too. (laughs) I mean, I want to give Philly all the credit, but it kind of, for a playoff game, I was bummed. You were bummed because they weren't, like, coming at you hard? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, the the Bengals game was so neck and neck. Like, that's fun football. But the Eagles, it was almost like, if they don't win this, (laughs) like, yeah, okay, what is going on here? I get that. Do you see what I mean? I went to a Bengals party with the Columbus Bengals Nation, they're called. Oh. Yeah. So Penny, who always gets me into every predicament in life. <laughs> so my friend Penny, she invited me. As a good me. friend would. <laughs> right. So we went to this and, um, I mean, good people. I mean, diehards. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> rowdy it, crowd. Rowdy, rowdy. Yeah, I was kind of a wimpy, wimpy, and I left before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> did you before half yeah because we got there really early because we you know we're old and we want to sit down so, <laughs> so and, then, and then we're like you know as it's ramping and ramping and ramping and you, you know you can barely move and people mm-hmm. are coughing in my face <laughs> like yay Bengals bye yeah. I'll watch it at home I'm good <laughs> yeah yeah in I'm the good. comfort of your own home I get that I gave a little love I gave a little love and left. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> games, people are passionate. <sighs> it is something. Bengals have been great, though. Joe Burrow is amazing. The whole team is amazing. Amazing. I know. I love it so much. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I, I don't. You know what I mean? 
I don't take you for much of a football gal. Not if you're an Ohio Stater. NFL is not my thing. Yeah, it's not. When we lived in, well, when Dad and I lived in um, San Diego, we had Chargers season tickets, and we really did get into the Chargers. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just kind of I'm (laughs) lost without a team. I'm just out here (laughs) flailing around and going going home before halftime. Well, adopt the Eagles for the Super Bowl. By default, because I live here, so. Oh, yeah. Go. Which ones are they? The- <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Look like at that. you. Do you have an outfit? Do you have it all? The green? No. Yeah. I have a hat. Oh, you have a hat. That's right. Good for you. Are you going to whip it out? Let me see. You got Whip what out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, never mind. We'll move on. So, <laughs> you know what I want to talk about is last week I kind of called out a particular company because I was worried that the grocery stores that stock their food do not know how to stock their food, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, wild caught, uh, wild catch, call of the wild. Something <laughs> wild. Yeah. It was wild, all right. Yeah, it was. But it was supposed to be frozen and it was not frozen. It was just sitting in a refrigerated compartment. So I wrote them an email and just said, Hey, sure. It's a great product, but mm, you might need to tell people how to display it because Mm -hmm. it should be frozen. I no sooner did that. Never heard a response by the way, but then you found probably the grossest thing in seafood I've ever heard of. Major. (laughs) Yeah, it was Friday. So it was right after you told me this story. Yeah. I went to the grocery store that I always shop at Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a giant eagle in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Their selections usually pretty darn good. Okay. Um, At least I think of giant eagle that way, Uh but went, decided I wanted fish that night. Sounded delicious. Picked out two fillets of swordfish. Okay. Brought them home immediately um, to cook them up, opened it and the fillets looked good like the coloring was good but there was these there was on each a little dot of it looked like yellow fat like little tiny speck okay on the first fillet i'm like huh maybe there's just a little goo you know it's fish whatever so i took i took my finger and wiped it and the goo came out in a string form and i it had to be larva on each fillet it was a so worms I, it had to be larva i searched it if you search like larva swordfish it's yellow and it looks just like what i freaking pulled out of my swordfish was it frozen or fresh um Probably fresh caught previ- maybe previously, previously frozen. frozen yeah yeah and Blech. so i was extremely nauseous <laughs> ate chicken that night but i did take my receipt back and i had my photo of it yeah and i showed this little lady behind the counter she had no remorse i'm sure Isn't that weird yeah and i was like i know it's not you guys you know i've just never seen anything like this and i shop here all the time she didn't and say like ooh, no. yuck she goes yeah sometimes that happens <laughs> yeah we like, like we like wormy swordfish <laughs> So, oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yuck. I might not be in I might not buy fish for a while. Well, we're striking out in the fish department. Oh my gosh. Yucky, stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you take lots of pictures for social media because that's what you have to do. You know that. What? Be a Nancy and post it everywhere. 
know, just show. Be careful. Look for this in your fish. You don't have to call anybody out, but do it as a public that's service. That's not exactly the content I want on my page. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because that's all I post is stuff like that. <laughs> Check out this <laughs> frozen meal. No, there's no shame in that. Your followers would listen. My demographic would be like, what is going on here? Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? It's funny you bring that up because social media is all over the news. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's just that division, right? Between what you guys follow, what you're interested in, and then what people, you know, around my age or whatever are following. Right. So if we put a line right down the middle and everything you are exposed to and then kids younger the big news controversy is the the surgeon general of the united states came out and said that children that are 13 even is too young mm -hmm. for them to be on social media yep surgeon general i guess his name is and i'm gonna butcher it vivek murthy huh? he said he said 13 is too young because the kids are still developing their identity, which I totally agree with. I heck with, I have a lot of thoughts on this topic, so with, you go first. All right. First of all, not just their identity. I didn't wear a bra until I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still developing a lot of things. True. <laughs> you know? True. They're babies. They are. They're just babies. Ugh. But I could see how this is so difficult for parents right now, like with this generation that's growing up with so much technology in front of them, right? because I think you want to give your kid at a certain age a tablet or something right? to connect that way and kind of keep up with the technology. I mean, there's a lot of great like developmental apps and things for kids, mm -hmm. but how do you screen them from creating a Snapchat account or whatever it might be. I know there's parent blockers, but things have to slip through the cracks. Of course. Yeah. And it is scary what they can find. I mean, you look at even on like YouTube. I remember going to a friend's house and she had a baby at the time, but she also had an older child, a couple of years older, like three or four maybe. Mm -hmm. And she just handed him the tablet because he stayed focused and was behaved well, right? Right. But he was on YouTube. And the whole time I'm thinking, you know, you think he's on just that YouTube channel, that YouTube, you know, um, video, but right. then everything off to the right starts popping in and you don't know what he's watching down, down the, the road, you know? <sighs> scary, scary. Know, and not scary. even, so YouTube is one thing. Social media, too. Like, if you look at how it's changed since MySpace, oh, I think my MySpace was kind of like the first social media. It was. Media. It was the first. And that was all about sharing good music with friends. And, yeah, you could post, you know, pictures, but it wasn't as photo heavy. And I think it was Justin Timberlake who literally, when he set up his MySpace account, the world went crazy. So it's MySpace time. But you're right. It was more about music. It was about music. And anymore with these platforms and the pressure to be so perfect. Yeah. I can't imagine these young girls idolizing I know. the influencers and things that on screen look perfect because they're filtered and they have I know. pounds of makeup on. What does that do to a little 13 year old girl who's still trying to figure out her sports bra 
and she needs braces. And I mean, the pressure of all of that. So I get it, but it's like, how do you keep them off? And this, do you think little boys have that same problem or are they so involved in their little boy life? They don't have the same, I think it impacts girls more. I bet it would impact girls more. I mean, I'm sure there's repercussions for boys too. And maybe it's, I don't know. I mean, you're so at that age too, you're exposed to trolls behind the keyboard, you know, something that the little boy might not say at recess. He's saying on his Snapchat or his Instagram or whatever. So maybe it's more so that way with, with little boys, but either way, I mean, 13's young. I could see 15, but I mean, the the surgeon general come out and say something, but what's that going to do? Nothing. Oh, nothing. nothing. And they suggest, you know, parents need to band together and as a group decide that 16 years old or maybe 17 That's is an appropriate age and never try to happen. keep your kids off of it. But it's just different. I mean, honestly, I, I could see back when, when it was more innocent, having a 13 year old on MySpace to use the messaging function or whatever, but to have your 13 year old today on TikTok without any filters is a scary, scary Isn't rabbit it? hole to uh-huh. go down. I don't even want to be on it without filters on TikTok. <sighs> I know, me neither. I mean, how many cute dog videos can I possibly watch? <laughs> do- dogs that mouth and sound like humans? How does that happen? <laughs> I guess that's why they ask for age, you know, ages when you that's sign up for those platforms. No, they just but... they cover in their fannies. Right. Those kids are putting in 18. You can't tell I'm older. I said the word fanny. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think anybody's worried about you on TikTok, Mom. (laughs) Right. I'm probably banned from TikTok. Have you used the word fanny in a year? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay. So we need to talk about this. Okay. And you found an article about a new celebrity that has a major age difference with their significant other. So. In your I, in your fanny world, <laughs> wouldn't I be hot to a guy twenty three years younger than me? What in the years world? Yeah. So this is creating quite the buzz. The public is fascinated with Aaron Taylor Johnson and his wife. His wife. This is his wife. I miss that. You miss that? Oh yeah. Wow. I thought this was a fling. No, it's his wife. Oh. Her name is Sam Taylor Johnson. She's a director. She's 23 years his senior, and he is literally the up-and-coming hot guy who everybody's talking about. So 23 years, you do the math, and that puts him at... No, seriously, you need to do the math. (laughs) He, He is... Well, they met when he was 19 and she was 42. Okay, so what is it? She's... She's 23 now. What? I'm sorry. She's not 23. (laughs) There's 23 years difference. She. And how old is he? He is. That's the part. Are you okay? Wait, I got to find this part of the story. Okay. Um, Okay. She's 42. No. And he. Oh, no. Wait. Okay. Hang on. He they auditioned met on in- set of Nowhere Boy in 2009 when Aaron was 19. Yeah. She was 42. In 2009. In 2009. So, oh my gosh, I hate math. <laughs> this is Can we figure art. out how old this guy 14, is, please? 14. 
years. So she's now 56. Okay. He's 33. Can you Sorry, imagine? What? He's 33? Yeah, I said 35. He's 33. That would be you dating. One of Graham's friends. <laughs> okay, so we got to talk about this. I got to understand. I'm sure that they truly have this affection for each other. They've been together that long, but wow. They've been married for 10 years. This yeah. isn't a new story, but uh -uh. I think it's coming about because he is what? Potentially going to be the new... James Bond? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. He's in the running to be the new James Bond. You guys have to Google this. <laughs> the Taylor Johnson's marriage. Um, what is the allure? Okay, wait. What would you also found out that she was a director for what movie? For Fifty Shades. Okay. Yeah. So she she oh. she might be a little bit mm, randy, a little saucy. Hello. Little freaky freaky. She got a little freaky freak going on. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe there is uh, that. I don't I, know. And we have talked about this so many times, how people don't bat an eye, I really. I know. At the age difference when it's the other way around. And it's gross, too. Why point? <laughs> you know what? I say good for her. You know what? If they're happy, yes, they've been together 10 years. Oh, but it's really weird. <sighs> it's just There's weird when photo. I put it in the context of possibly my age and one of Graham's friends. Then I'm like, Ew. Right. Then I get like, what could you possibly have in common? What could I possibly have in common with Keaton? Or <laughs> I was going to start naming all his friends that, I mean, no way. Yeah, what would you talk about? I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I only brought up Keaton because I saw him at Meyer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And you're thinking, hmm, oh, that'd be weird if we dated. No, it's before I read this. <laughs> now it's even weirder. <laughs> I am so kidding. Yeah. Um, yes, I would encourage everybody to look this up because especially the photo of them kissing, I'm sorry, it looks like he is kissing his mom or his mom's best friend. Yeah. All right, but good for them. Yeah. Life is short and love who you love. I think you're right. And she'd be freaky. And <laughs> <laughs> she'd be and since we're talking about since we're talking about that um there's just something else that surprised me crazy you know who marie kondo is right yes okay she was all the rage like a couple years all ago the rage she shamed us all into trying to figure out how to make our lives easier more organized quit being little sloppy sloppersons how to take care of your messy house Praise God, she has now come out and said she no longer has a house that's in order. She said she, being neat is not a priority anymore in her life. She has three children. She literally said my house is messy, but the way I'm spending my time is the right way for me at this time, at this stage in my life. Oh, yes. Yes, but she spent all that time shaming all of us <laughs> into she had a whole Netflix series. I know. We're trying it to is. clean out our closets while our kids are in the other room just freaking out. <laughs> True. <laughs> she just, yeah, she's like, wait a minute. Wait. Ah. Kids are tough. <laughs> Real life is hard. Life is hard. But she got so popular and made so much money doing that with her spark joy thing. And she had, you know, that right. was her big phrase. That's her whole thing is, you know, 
do things that, that spark, spark joy. joy. She um, goes, now I realize what is important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. <gasps> liar, liar, pants on fire and give people their money back. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All the pressure to have everything perfect. Isn't that That wild? she was encouraging. I mean, her principles were nice. I think it still kind of holds true. She basically said, hold on to things that spark joy. And if they don't, toss get, them. Get rid of them. But that meant taking hours and hours to sort through everything that you're doing and put it back right. in, in her tidy little boxes with all her, you know, very organized little dividers and all those kinds of things. Marie, I know you did your best, but welcome to the real world, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, she needs a new series about like untidying. Right. That would be really therapeutic. I kind of feel like I'd Marie be the- Kondo on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> Just living her best life. I was kind of feeling I might be the host pegged for untidy. <laughs> Just popping bottles of wine, chasing the kids around. Too much time spent caring. Yeah. Oh, well. So that's pretty much our, our, our round table of craziness. Wow. We really did go through a lot of stuff today. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, love to our sponsors. We mentioned them at the top. I give them a little hug again. Mm-hmm. First Light Home Care, Avola Lanza Hair Studio, North Star Family Dental, and Merle Norman. And if you don't catch us here, um, you're probably listening to us on some platform, but don't forget we have a website, seanansid.com. And then, of course, all your other platforms where you can catch these kinds of podcasts. So Spotify, Google Play, and Apple is where you'll find us. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we're good to go until we aren't. And good luck to your eagles, girl. Go birds. And we appreciate you.